0: Hear these words of Jesus from the Gospel according to John. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you, abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. The word of the Lord. Be to
1: God. Last week at my church, we had a chili cook-off. I was not a judge, but I ate a lot of chili, so I feel very qualified. Although I do say that um, since I don't know any of you, I think one of the best ways to get to know you is for you to bribe me, and that way you can just come and introduce yourself. Um, all money will go to Global Missions Offering. I'm just kidding. I am looking forward to this afternoon with you. I bring greetings from Susie Painter, who is the executive coordinator of the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship, and she will actually be with you in a few weeks, and you will just delight in getting to know her. If you don't know much about CBF, we are a network of 1,800 partner churches. We partner together to renew God's world. We do that through field personnel, also known as missionaries, who are around the world and in the United States, showing Christ's love to everyone that they meet, every chance they get. We also work really hard in our local churches to resource ministers and lay leaders and church members to do the same thing in their own communities. We love what we do, and it is with great pleasure that I get to come and join you today. Let us pray. Oh, God, open our eyes. Open our ears, open our mouths, our hands and our feet, and open our hearts to hear the words you say to us always. In your name we pray. Amen. I get to be the mother of two children. One is 13 and one is 8. They are both athletes, and I have no idea what that means. That was not my background at all. I did have some ideas about what being a swim mom meant before I became a swim mom. I knew that there would be lots of goggles, they are broken more often than I realized. I knew that there would be more swim caps, and they tend to multiply, I learned. I knew that the towel pile would never get finished, and my car would always stink with chlorine. What no one prepared me for was the vast quantity of food that is required when you have a swimmer living with you. We feed her constantly, she feeds herself constantly, we had no idea. There's been a Snickers commercial that was played where in the afternoon slump of hunger, the people in the commercial turned into animals or monsters or someone different and they ate a snickers and went back to normal we discovered my child has no idea what that commercial meant she admitted it finally she said i do not understand this because she is constantly hungry when i give her food that she loves especially unexpectedly she replies the same way every time oh you love me <laughs> i do We have the benefit of her grandparents living three doors down from us. Um, This is really perfect for the 13-year-old child who gets off the bus starving sometimes. So instead of turning left and going home, she turns right and walks right up to her grandmother's door for what I called a snack. Because I had no idea. That's what she called it. One day I asked her, what is a snack? And she said, "Uh, today I had hamburgers and french fries and some popcorn. And yesterday I had some spaghetti with meat sauce and corn. When we go eat with my mother-in-law, this is how she cooks. But we say thank you to her for cooking a meal. And she replies the same way every single time. Well, I love y'all. As I stand in the middle of these two stories and watch how my, grand- my daughter shows love to her grandmother by wanting her to cook... And my mother-in-law shows her granddaughter love by cooking for her. I believe I have a glimpse into what Jesus said to us when he said, love one another. It is not always in the grand gestures and in the large pronouncements. Most of the time, it comes to us in the easy ways, in the things that we are already doing, and in the mundane tasks of life. If you happen to have a red-letter Bible where everything Jesus says is in red, you will notice that our entire text is red today. And honestly, it's been read for a while. Two chapters ago, we find ourselves at the Passover meal, and Jesus washes the feet of the disciples. It is a beautiful and very strange act for Jesus to be doing. Not only was Jesus not a servant, Judas is about to walk out, living the life he has known and the rabbi he has followed for the last several years. Simon Peter protests as Jesus takes off his robe and wraps a towel around his waist and pours water into a basin and kneels before each disciple, washing their feet. And Jesus responds, Unless I wash you, You won't belong to me. What follows is a chapter and a half of a few questions, but mostly Jesus speaking, saying everything that needs to be said before crossing the Kidron Valley with his disciples and entering a grove of olive trees where he meets Judas and a contingent of Roman soldiers and temple guards who will take him to the high priest and his trial before Pilate, and his sentencing to death, and his ultimate crucifixion. In the middle of this longer story, we find our text for today. One commentator said about this text, At the very time when they are feeling the least secure and will abandon him, Christ grants them the dignity and responsibility of being friends, of having heard everything from him, That Christ has heard from God. Beginning with his response to Peter, Jesus builds and builds. Crafting words of comfort and challenge. Of encouragement and instruction. Unless I wash you, you will not belong to me. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my father's commandments and remain in his love. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. For I no longer call you slaves, but friends. Slaves or servants were required to remain with and support the master in difficult times. Friends were not. And the difficult times are coming. And Jesus commands them, love one another. In addition to thinking through this text as it is written, there's actually a second layer of reading this text. We get to peer into the community of John when this text was actually written down about three generations into the future. It is not pie in the sky, everyone is on board with this following Christ thing. No, there's conflict and there's persecution and moving past the reading of how this narrative happened, this community is reading these words as they applied them directly to their difficult days. And we discover that we provide a third layer of reading of this text. In 2018, reading these words as we come into our weekly worship, we come from weeks of work and school and volunteering caring for loved ones, and doing the mundane. And in the difficult days, when it takes us by surprise, when it devastates us, when it hurts us, and we don't know what to say or do as we respond to the world, we need each other. We need each other in the laughter, and we need each other in the pain in the joy and in the sorrow. As Houston began to pick up the pieces following the hurricane, the children's minister sent out this prayer request. Help. We need prayer. Sunday, our families will arrive. Will you pray for the children that have experienced such trauma? And the network of children's ministry, ministers across Cooperative Baptist Fellowship began to pray. In gathering with their community on that Sunday morning, this church quickly realized the most pressing need was for child care because the hurricane caused a delay in the first day of school. The church put a plan together to work immediately. Throughout the rest of Sunday and over Labor Day the very next day, they recruited people, created curriculum, planned fund activities, gathered supplies and food, and on Tuesday morning, less than 48 hours after their worship service, they welcomed children to a day camp that lasted all week long until the schools opened the next Monday. Difficult days. Beloved community. In the church, and in their community, and in CBF. In our text today, we find the favorite Greek word of koinonia. This is the root word for our words of communion and community. Within the definition of koinonia comes sharing what you have, you, your things, and the fellowship among you and outside of you. This church in Texas did just that. They gave themselves, their resources, and offered a fellowship by way of an impromptu camp for children from the storm. Parents received peace of mind that their children for these hours were cared for and safe. And it allowed the parents to begin to process the devastation, to stand in line for FEMA, to go into their houses in disbelief and begin the long, slow, arduous process of healing. All the while prayed for specifically By children's ministers and children from across the fellowship. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. The New Living Translation begins with the phrase, love each other. And in this act, we are forming beloved community in the sharing of ourselves, our possessions into our fellowship with each other, we are continually creating and stepping into beloved community. In McLean Baptist Church, you are a beloved community. You are a beloved community as you model a life of faith, teaching the scriptures, praying for each other and the world, offering what you have to show the world and those around you the love of Christ who need it each and every day as you offer a glimpse of the face of God. You love in profound and authentic ways. You model this commandment to love one another as Christ has loved you. For 20 years, you have partnered with Habitat for Humanity, giving the gift of home, a safe space, a place to settle and to call their own in the northern Virginia suburbs. This spring, you will witness the power of partnering together in the fellowship as a retreat created by Meg two years ago will expand and partner with other CBF churches to welcome teenagers. And for a weekend, they will learn and experience the love of Christ together. You are not alone. Your beloved community includes other churches in this city, in this state, in the region of Mid-Atlantic CBF, and in CBF Global. Your beloved community extends far beyond these four walls. On the weekends, there are nearly 100 students from Graham Road Elementary School who know that they are cared for as they eat food from the backpacks you have lovingly filled through P3 on Sunday mornings. Twice a month, you cook and deliver meals to those in need in the metro D.C. area food that will nourish bodies and sustain minds in the coming weeks of learning and living. This is my commandment. Love one another. You graciously hosted Missions Fest in November, Mid-Atlantic's event that brings together church members and field personnel from around the world. You heard from the McNary's in Slovakia and the Aldape's and the Akers and Missy Wardungala from Uganda, as they shared about their work around the world. Through your gifts to Cooperative Baptist Fellowship, CBF is able to commission these missionaries and so many more. And we are truly grateful. There are not enough thanks. Brooke and Mike, two field personnel in Southeast Asia, work in creating beloved community. Recently, they reported... Our college students come from many places, some from islands far away. Most are, most are children of farmers and the first generation to attend university. The students' families and sometimes their communities have pooled their resources to send this student away for their education. Most of these students and their families have little to no capacity to travel home or to visit in times of distress. Thus... Our church and our ministry become their beloved community. A family for these students when their families are far away. Beloved community means spending the night in a hospital with a student. Beloved community means opening your home and caring for a sick student. Beloved community can simply mean buying a pair of crutches. Beloved community. Love one another as I have loved you. CBF offers support to ministers through continuing educations and events designed to create a network of ministers working in similar contexts and through peer learning groups, groups of ministers that meet regularly to learn and to fellowship and to support each other and discuss and try ways that help their churches be healthy and stay healthy. Katie and Meg have both taken the advantage of all of these resources, and they have found opportunities that are valuable to them and their ministries, and in turn to you here at McLean. You are giving that gift to them. And through CBF, you are offering these rich resources to ministers across the fellowship, enabling healthy churches to be created and sustained. Church starters, ministers in their first calling, young Baptists, all groups that are impacted by your direct faithful support. It takes time, and it takes effort, and it takes intentionality to build beloved community. Day in and day out, loving each other as God has loved us. In local churches across CBF, week in and week out, missions teachers and circle leaders are teaching Bible studies and missions curriculum. Relationships with the football team have been formed. A shower ministry dreamed up by college students not only got up off the ground, but now has expanded to include laundry services and haircuts. Trips to Somerset, Kentucky, Shaw, Mississippi, and Helena, Arkansas. Those are just three of the poorest counties in the United States. People that you will never meet live in these counties. And there are CBF people who work there and who travel there regularly. You have a direct impact. And have changed so many lives. Your gifts are changing the world. Beloved community, this is my commandment that you love one another. I want you to stop for a second, I'll give you a second, and think about the people that love you. How do you know? How do you know that they love you? I asked this question of a youth group one time. And as you can imagine, the youth went still and silent. But one of them spoke. Her parents had escaped a war in another country before she was born. And when she opened her mouth, she said these words. I can see it in my mother's eyes. Beloved community, it is time. It is time to build and to love and to be loved. To give who we are and what we have to fellowship together in small and tangible ways day in and day out. To repeat and live out over and over this commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. Love one another as I have loved you. Love one another as I have loved you. And do it so fiercely and so deeply that they can see it in our eyes. Amen.